Have you ever had the experience of being discriminated against? Uh, I think probably most people have had that in some form or fashion. You know, we get judged by uh, something about ourselves, which may or may not be true, and because of this quality, we are treated a certain way, um, which doesn't necessarily correspond. It, I, it is a big buzzword these days, discrimination or things like this, but there's good, uh, there, in one sense, there's good discrimination and, and bad discrimination. Here are some examples of good discriminations. You, you can't get married without parental permission until you've reached a certain age. Likewise, you can't drink or smoke or vote until you reach a certain age. There are discriminations in height and weight for different rides, uh, for giving blood, apparently. You get, uh, you get the idea that there's lots of things out there where we discriminate for reasons to protect or to keep safe or to help organize. So those are, those are good discriminations. But there's also, we probably more think of bad discriminations when we hear that word. Being treated poorly because of a certain aspect of who we are, our race, our religion, maybe because we grew up in the wrong place or the wrong part of town. We see discrimination based on our economic capabilities, so many people don't maybe have the same access to equal opportunities of education. They just don't have the financial resources necessary. We see discrimination regarding our, our right to life, the unborn or the, the aged being killed because of their status of being unwanted or whatever. These are examples of negative discrimination. St. James today in our second, in our second letter, uh, in this letter, our second reading, tells us not to show partiality towards the rich and the poor. In other words, don't treat the poor as a second-class citizen or second-class member of the church. Neither should we cater to the rich and say, okay, you've got money, what do you, what do you want? So some synonyms for partiality are prejudice, bias, preference, or favoritism. God shows no partiality. We are all equals in the sight of God. While, while there are no doubt, there's no doubt that each of us have different circumstances we, we live under. Some of us are poor, some of us are rich, some of us are more intelligent, maybe some less so. Uh, some people have a great intuition. Others are totally lacking in any, any social awareness of cues. But none of these are reasons to show partiality when it comes to a person's worth, their dignity, their value in the eyes of God. I would just insert here that there, may, there are reasons for why someone might not be suited to do something or unsuited to do something, a particular job or role. But that's different. That's, that's making a judgment. That's nothing to do with their dignity. We all have an equality before God. Within the community of the church, there are many different roles. We have the clergy, the laity, the religious, the catechumens, baptized, married. But all of these people have the same dignity, the same equality before God. We never forfeit our dignity, even when we don't receive that dignity from others. It's not shown to us by others. So our roles and our responsibilities help us to know how to relate to one another, uh, how to live our life in an organized way. They tell us uh, who we should be obedient to, who, who we should seek direction from, who we need to care for. But again, we are all equals before God, no matter what our roles or our responsibilities are. One way we show partiality is that we see something in a person 
and we inappropriately reduce that person's value or dignity based on this characteristic. It's okay to make, again, judgments that someone or they're not suited to a particular role or duty, but we can never reduce their dignity, the, the fact that they are human and that they deserve our respect. We tend to create categories in our minds to put people in them. Sometimes these, these are based on an experience we've had or something that, we've, uh, that we're aware of that maybe is true, and then we apply this universally. So these are what we call stereotypes. Take your pick. We can choose from all the different ones out there, right? Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, men, women, black people, white people, other colored people, whatever. We use these categories to reduce each other or to write each other off or to kind of try to make sense of things. One of the ways we can fight against this tendency is to be close to God. When we are truly open to God's love, His grace in our life, we see past all these generalizations and we start to see the individual person. We can look beyond the categories that we come up with. And that's, I think, important that we strive to do that. When we see something, someone in the eyes of God, we see them differently. We see the good, the dignity that each person has. And the more we allow Christ to live in us, the less likely we are to discriminate in a bad way or to show partiality. Today's Gospel recounts the healing of a deaf and dumb man. He couldn't communicate very well, of course, because he couldn't hear very well. When his hearing was restored, so was his speech. I think this is a good image for us to help us reflect on discrimination and partiality. Jesus touches the deaf man's ears and he says, be opened. And he is then able to hear and speak clearly. He can now communicate and participate in life in a new and restored way. When we're baptized, the priest or the deacon prays the Ephatha prayer, be opened. And he touches the ears and mouth. This is a symbol or a sign of how we are to open our ears to receive God's word and our eyes to, and excuse me, in our mouths to proclaim God's word in the world. So our Catholic faith, when lived in true union with Christ, gives us the opportunity to remove bad discrimination and partiality. We can become people who see each other's dignity. Now it's not, it's not that we don't see the wounds or the deficiencies or the faults of others. These will remain, but we no longer focus on these or categorize each other by these defects, which remain visible and are real. Nor do we focus on incidentals, a person's skin color, for example, or their family of origin, or other things which are, have no bearing on their dignity. By seeing with the eyes of Christ and allowing ourselves to hear the words of Christ echoing in our souls, we can overcome these tendencies that we have to divide and reduce each other. The devil is a master, and he has masterfully introduced this practice within our society, within ourselves. He has perfected this in us. To counteract this division, this wound of division that we experience, we need the medicine of Christ, the life of Christ. Ephatha, may our hearts be opened to the presence of Christ, and may we seek to see with the eyes of God. This is really the only true way in which we can end things like racism and hatred, division, abortion, violence, and other attacks on our human dignity. 
We simply have to grow closer to Christ to allow Christ to live in us so that our eyes are open more clearly to see with the eyes of God. All other methods of trying to restore humanity will to some degree be ineffective because they are based on our human efforts, which are imperfect and always fall short. Only God has the remedy which can heal our partiality and our divisions. May we accept his healing presence.